Well, now that we know that we can do this far apart, I'm never coming over again. What's up, my making sense of adulties? It's your boy, Radio Ron, in the closet <laughs> for this episode <laughs> with my friends, Junie, Riddle, Voice of Reason, and Big Head Court. Big Head. <laughs> Big Head clocking in? You clocking in? I love, I, love how, I love how you're in your closet and I am in your room. <laughs> like, in Nashville, like, completely, completely in a different state. And I'm just, like, sitting in your room while you're gone. We're all doing this episode from afar in three different states. Oh, actually, no, me and Courtney in the same state, but she's in a different city. And Courtney, I mean, Junie is back in Nashville. So we're doing this remotely. Wow. I'm the only Hello. one live from Sauna Studios. The only Sauna Studios. <laughs> you see, Courtney doesn't have any water. Where's your water at this time? I know I don't have any water because I don't have Junie. I don't have the water boy. <laughs> <laughs> don't have my water boy <laughs> but what's up guys um making sense of adulting podcast episode 16 4, streams wow we wow 4,000 streams guys thank you for still listening and tuning in to our podcast every week for us to annoy you over and over and over we love you guys continue to like subscribe tell your friends tell everyone we love you uh still big things coming next season Four more episodes of this season, and we're all done. It's been such a fun adventure, and we're so excited to get season two started now that we're getting a little bit of the hang of this, um, and we're having a great time. And we thank you guys again for continuing to listen to us every week. And we've got cool things coming, you yeah, know, big in the new projects, season. Big projects coming, maybe even some deals. Who knows? God is going to bless us in 2021 because it's going to be our year. 2021 is going down, baby. It's going to be. 2021 uh, better be our year. But the one thing that can fuck up 2021 is our topic today on the episode. Which is the 19 COVID. Boo. Wait, COVID started in 19? Oh, wait. Well, I don't know when it started. I think it started. It did. It, It technically did because it started spreading abroad. And like the very end of 2019. So then it was like already in the US, like in 2020, we just didn't know it yet. So COVID has been around for over a year. It's been around for a long time. Can you literally think about it? We've we've been stuck in a pandemic for damn near a year. A year. That's insane. I want to kill myself. That's terrible. This is so insane. Don't say that. Don't say that. (laughs) Not for real. Not for real. I'm not actually going to kill myself. But like, it makes me want to be sad. Yeah, because COVID is just like, it's, it took over everything. It ruined a lot of people's plans. It just ruined a lot of people's like future. I mean, I mean, I'm not going to say it's just all bad. It's had some positives, but it's just had a real damper on a lot of people's worlds. And I mean, for Courtney and I, we graduated, you know, through COVID in May, so we had to finish up school, like missing the remainder of our senior year, missing, you know, our graduation ceremony, stuff like that, like things that we probably wanted to remember. But I know for me, especially, I had a job opportunity in a, d- a completely different city and it kind of prohibited me from uh, doing what I wanted to do. And I had to end up going with plan B and, you know, fortunately plan B has been working out great here in Nashville with you guys, of course, 
but I mean, I would have never, um, you know, gotten this if it wasn't for COVID prohibiting me from going to Pittsburgh. Yeah. And I'd like to piggyback off of that. Like this year has been amazing and awesome, but also it was really tough. Like when COVID first hit, like you said, Junie, especially for everybody out there that listens to this, that kind of can relate to that whether it be graduation or any other big things that you went through, it's like, we didn't get to celebrate that. I like, I remember when I graduated, it was like not a big deal because it wasn't a big deal because COVID got in the way. Like nobody came together and got to celebrate it. And it kind of felt fake, honestly. Yeah. It's I luckily got to graduate one year prior to COVID. So, but I feel a hundred percent for you guys' pain and everybody else that didn't get to see like that senior season. And even for like my sister, like, that year, her basketball season, like they were about to repeat a national championship and they had a dream squad and COVID hit right at March when March Madness was about to start and ruined their whole season. And I was so hurt because they were doing so, so good. And all these other people, like a lot of the other freshmen from the soccer team and the juniors that were about to have their upcoming season and the seniors just missed out on so much. And especially, I mean, the college people just took the hardest hit for sure, for sure. I, you know what? I disagree with that. And only for this sense, I think high school seniors took the biggest hit. Like imagine being a high school senior and you're playing spring sports, like such as baseball, lacrosse, something like that. And you miss out on the remainder of your senior season that can affect your recruiting. Uh, You miss your prom. You don't get to say goodbye to your friends that you grew up with. Some of which have grown up with them their whole lives. So, I mean, I actually had, um, you know, a younger cousin, Uh, who was a high school senior during this. And I can say for firsthand that, you know, I think they got hit the hardest because in college you're used to adapting and going through uh, new things like that. But for a high school senior, I think, I think that's definitely been the worst. That's a good take. Well, I have to say that people in the workforce got hit the hardest or even in the service industry, like small businesses, like being, can you imagine being fresh out of school, maybe a year or two, having a job and then getting furloughed or laid off, you know, during this season and kind of scrambling because no one's hiring. The world is on pause. You have no income. I mean, I would be freaking out. I really would be freaking out. And so I think the working class really got hit hard by COVID, which I know is everybody knows that, but like, I couldn't imagine going through that or like having a family and then losing my job and going like, Oh fuck, what the hell am I going to do? How am I going to, pay the bills or just shit like that that I can't even imagine the only reason why I don't say the workforce though is because primarily when you come out of college you don't really get that dream job or you know that big job firstly when you get out of college you know like the first job is usually like a you know a serving job or something that you know doesn't really pertain to your future um for us I guess we got pretty much lucky with get coming straight out of college and being able to go straight to radio. But for others, you know, that's the only reason why I don't say workforce is because, uh, you know, a lot of people take time to figure out what they want to do for the rest of their lives or they graduate in a major that doesn't even pertain to what they're doing right out of college. I also uh, want to mention this. I know people in the workforce have had it rough, but I mean, think about like the small businesses. I know for me personally, my hometown uh, is really built on a lot of family owned small businesses that are just renowned for, you know, whether it's their food, whether it's their homemade products, you know, all, all different kinds of things that don't have a corporate backing. 
and they don't have the resources to stay available. And you're seeing a lot of these places, you know, losing their business, their livelihoods. And I mean, these are, these are people that, you know, instead of going to college, instead of doing something like spent their whole life into an idea and building a brand and losing everything because of this. And I think that those people have definitely taken a hard hit as well. Yeah. Like I said, COVID just really killed a lot of things um, for people, but let's go ahead and transition to ourselves. Uh, How has COVID affected you guys during like during all this like how's it affected you and what you were doing I know you just briefly spoke about the whole Pittsburgh thing and uh my thoughts are 50 50 for you on that one you know I really wanted to see you go to Pittsburgh and kill it but then again I do love having you here so what is your thoughts on you know like how does that how did COVID really affect you guys well I would have to say it really didn't and why not (laughs) (laughs) just because I like I mean, obviously stuff shut down, so you had to be at home, but even during the heat of COVID, I was still flying everywhere. I was at, like, I was going and visiting people. I was doing everything you weren't supposed to do, and I'm okay, and the only reason I feel a little bit bad about that is because during COVID, I did have to move back home, and so I was home with my family, which kind of was not in the plan at all. Like I was supposed to graduate and go straight to Nashville. I didn't ever want to come home and move home for a little bit. I did do that, which was only shitty part about it. But other than that, like I kind of kept my life going. I didn't let it get in the way and I didn't let the fear kick in. And like, I think a lot of the issue with COVID is it's very fear-based. People are very scared of it. And that's kind of what makes the country shut down and close And people are like, like, even my mom today, she's like, well, if I get COVID, I'm going to die. And I'm like, no, you're not going to die. Don't say that. So I don't know. For me, though, personally, it really hasn't done much of anything other than freaking working from home every day, which fucking blows. Like, I want to go into an office. But other than that, like, I still go out. I still have fun. I don't let it ruin my life. I mean, I think we've all taken that mentality that we're not going to allow COVID to, like, dictate what we can and cannot do. I think we all agree on that. Uh, but for me personally, I mean, COVID put me like, I was really down about that. Like I had worked so hard and I had seen like a very rapid increase in success, like my last few years in college. And I really felt like I had set myself up. So when that opportunity was lost, I was really down. I mean, I moved home. I worked at a planet fitness in my hometown, uh, you know, making 10 bucks an hour, you know, full time. And I was, and I just felt like I was, and I was, I'm a college graduate. I felt like I was like wasting my potential and that COVID, you know, was really put me in a dark place. But then when I got the call to come to Nashville and I start working down here in Nashville, you know, moved out again, you know, started making my own money and, and living on my own again, like, you know, I found, I found a way to cope with that. So, I mean, I think COVID really kind of showed me that um, to not take things for granted, honestly. And uh, it really taught me how to like deal with adversity more. And I think I took uh, a lot away from that. That was, a, I, I like what you said there. Uh, you had a backup. You didn't have a backup plan, but you worked through something, you know, like that going, coming to Nashville wasn't really your plan, but you overcame it and you found a different option. And I think that's a lot, it has a lot to do with like adulting and going from, you know, like the college world to the real world, you know, like you have to adjust and you basically found a, like a separate option, like another option. And it ended up working out for the best for you. I mean, like, of course, right now we're in the nits and grits and it's still, it's still a struggle a bit, but you found a second option. And I think that says a lot about what COVID is or what the pandemic was. I totally yeah, agree I, with that. I just wanted a quick touch just to say that 
um, even though Rodney, like, you know, we don't really have it made and, you know, COVID we'd be in a better situation if COVID wasn't a thing, but right now we are still blessed to be like where we are and where we overcome from when this pandemic ended. So it's like, even though, even though things could be better, it's like, we should, you know, appreciate what we have because we're a lot better off than a lot of other people. Exactly. I was going to say, I think as a whole, everybody that has to go through this pandemic is in some way getting stronger mentally, physically, whatever they're doing. Like this is making us grow as a country in many ways, even though it's kind of crazy out there right now, but like COVID is really making us all stronger and we're having to, you know, go through adversity and figure out what we're going to do. And I think for our generation specifically, COVID, yes, it sucks. It's bad, but we're going to come out a lot stronger because we've lived through it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Perfect sense. Yeah. So how has COVID affected your, some of your friendships or relationships? Because, I mean, for me personally, you know, I, I got out of a relationship during COVID. And I think the same so thing happened I. for you too, Junie, right? Or it was, it was right before uh, COVID happened, but, you know, still dealing with the breakup and stuff like that. Yeah, like, yeah so, definitely. So what impact do you think COVID had on that? Well, I can, I can talk to this a little bit. I was in a relationship, long distance relationship during COVID. And like, obviously COVID was not on our side for that. Like I, he was up in New York and I couldn't take two weeks out of my life here to go visit him and stay there for 14 days. Like it yeah. just, it just wouldn't make sense. And so I think that had a lot to do with kind of why we ended up breaking up on my part. You know, I, I just really didn't think I could do it. Yeah. If that makes sense. I mean, that's pretty similar to what, what exactly happened with mine. Yeah. We were doing long distance for years and years and years and trying to make something work that wasn't going to happen. And COVID was kind of like the spark of, you know, this really isn't, we can't do long distance. And, and even prior to that was just difficult. Um, and then COVID was like the icing on the cake. Like it, it did a lot for my relationship, but as far as friendships, COVID really helped me learn a lot about my friendships and, you know, like I'm not trying to condemn going to social gatherings and stuff like that. But a lot of my friends made it work on hanging out or, you know, playing video games together and stuff like that. So I think COVID kind of like brought out friendships, true colors. Yeah, yeah no, I, I agree. I, yeah, no, I definitely can see that. Um, I know virtually, at least uh, I've been in contact with my friends probably more than ever because uh, I've been so used to seeing them in person. So I think that seeing the effort and, you know, the people who have actually decided to stay in contact is a very good point. Uh, but from my relationship standpoint, just to kind of top this off, like I said, I, I had broken things off with this person, like before, even it was kind of like a mutual thing, but COVID kind of brought us back together in a, in a way for a little bit, because, you know, when everyone was in quarantine, you, everyone gets lonely. And so it kind of like, it kind of showed us that things weren't going to work because we were spending so much time together and it kind of made us realize like, Hey, this isn't working. And then we kind of mutually like broke things off and in, in, in like a friendly way, it wasn't a bad breakup, but so that's kind of boring and all, but that's kind of no, what happened with me and my relationship. <laughs> you said that's boring. It was, it, I mean, it was kind of boring. You need pep up, uh, pep up, pop up. Pep up. You need to be peppy. pep up, Junie. Smile. Tis the season. It's Christmas Smile. time. You need a candy cane. I'll also like kind of piggyback on the friendship thing, though. Um, specifically, like the friends that I made during COVID. So I know that a lot of people have been struggling to make friends during COVID. But I, like Junie had already said, Junie and I moved to a whole new city during COVID. 
And so I was a little freaked out that I wasn't going to make friends, but honestly, I made amazing friends during COVID, which is so backwards, but I think it's because things were shut down and you you had to hang out at someone's house or you, you know, everybody had to come over to my apartment and we honestly got closer because we were actually spending genuine time together instead of just getting a group together and going and get fucked up. If that makes any kind of sense, like we were playing. You still did that. (laughs) Well, I still did that, but like we. You just did it from home. We just did it until ten o'clock, and then we came home, and then we hang. We would hang. Right, because COVID comes out after ten, right, and people will hook up. Yeah, that that's my theory. (laughs) People hate. That's your theory. Don't hook up anymore. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, like, what has you know, like, what's COVID taught you? I mean, for me, I think COVID has taught me that there's always a way to level up. There's always a plan B. I think that's where I'm at with COVID, you know, like as being in radio, uh, I had to find a way to stay behind a microphone because I couldn't go in and do radio anymore. And you can do air check or radio demos after radio demos after radio demos, but that's not going to give you true practice. So that's why, you know, during this whole pandemic, I just started to start a podcast and it's because I want to stay behind a microphone, you know? So I think there's always, COVID has taught me that there's always ways to level up regardless of what situation you are in. And that goes for the real world when things do go back to normal. If shit is starting to hit the fan, there's always a way through it. And it's like bouncing back. There's going to be obstacles. And I think that's what COVID has taught me, that obstacles are real. And But there's always a way to get past them. Uh, for me, I think COVID taught me, um, like I mentioned earlier, to not get down on my, on my own situation. Like Kind of like we talked about in Write Your Own Success Story, you know, you can't really, sometimes there's things that are just out of your control and it's what you do with your situation is what matters. And I don't know, for me, I will never get down on my situation again because it only set me back. And it was only when I took the time to actually like change my situation is when things got better. Yeah. And so I think it kind of just changed my mentality on how I react to conflict uh, when it comes and arises. That's what, that's what, COVID has taught me. Yeah, Courtney, I think like you said, everybody's going to come out of this way stronger because I mean, people are learning a lot about themselves. And I think that was a really good point that you made. Yeah, I I 100% agree. I think that for me personally too, um, COVID definitely has taught me that I'm a lot stronger than I thought. Like I started my job virtually, which is kind of weird, but I've been able to like handle it and work through it. And honestly, now going into the office might be a little weird. I'm going to have to relearn things. But honestly, COVID... COVID has taught me that I can just do whatever I want. If that makes any kind of sense. Yeah. I, 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 if I put my mind to something, I can do it. There's and nothing's going to get in the way. Yes. So I love that. I feel like we're all on the same page about that. And I think a lot of people should take that advice. Like there's, you know, a lot of people are going through a lot of depression and, and you know, feeling alone during all this, but there's always a way to level up. There's always a way to find another option. And I mean, COVID, COVID sucks. Yeah, COVID sucks. But as Courtney said, there's, it's going to bring out the best in people. Um, but where do you guys think this world is going to go after this? Like, what do you guys see next? Because I honestly don't have any fucking clue what the world is about to look like after this vaccine and a couple maybe months after that. I was about to say, um, didn't they just release the vaccine? I mean, a vaccine isn't. I mean, you know I- what is so funny to me? So I know they've trialed this vaccine, but like my cousin and I were looking at some of the side effects and they're freaking crazy and just don't look them up, but let's give the vaccine to all the healthcare workers first. So that way, if there is side effects, who's going to fucking help That's- us? <laughs> Who the fuck is 
gonna help I us. literally saw I, that, that they did that in New York and I was like, well, I guess they're gonna be able to fix themselves if the shit goes sideways. Yeah, what the <laughs> fuck? I thought, I saw a tweet that said we should have gave given the vaccines to everybody in Congress, like all our politicians, just to see how <laughs> and see how those those motherfuckers like it. Yeah, like yeah, let them go first. But I mean, what does the world look like to you guys after this? So honestly, the world is gonna have to, no matter how much anybody out there doesn't want it to go back to normal, it has to go back to normal. It fucking has to go back to normal. Normal being. COVID's going to turn into something like the flu in my eyes. That's kind of how I see it. I am no scientist. I am no expert. If you're listening to this and you are, I'm sorry, but people are going to start getting this vaccine. Let's pray to God it works. And then it's going to be like the flu. And honestly, I do think though, that one thing that might be sticky about the vaccine is that they're going to require you to get it to go to certain things like a concert hosted by, you know, Live Nation or something. Live Nation is going to have it in their thing saying you have to be vaccinated to go to this event. How do you feel about that? Would you do it personally? I mean, I, I'm not going to be the first one to volunteer. I honestly, I'd be, I if they asked me to take it, I would take it. I'm not, I'm not taking it unless I am mandated to take it. If That's it, how I feel. If, if, if by taking it, the like the government or whoever tells me, that I can do whatever the hell I want and no one's going to say anything to me, then then fine, I, I will take it. But if that's not the case, then no, I'm not taking it. Court, I think like you said, like if they require it for a lot of events and life going back to normal, I think that's going to put a lot of pressure on people to just shut the fuck up and take it. That's yeah. where I'm at. I mean, I, like I understand people don't want to be the first experience of blah, 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 but you can't keep crying about the world being where it is and then not wanting to take the vaccine because you're scared of what it might do to you. Yeah, I well, just, you just, know what? We've got I, our healthcare workers out there getting it for that's, us. Yeah, so after, I've had I've had relatives get it, relatives in in healthcare that have gotten it. Have already taken. It. I mean, I don't. Yeah. What they say about they've it? Been, they've been working so hard on it. Like, why not take the damn thing? Well, I mean, I'm gonna see them at Christmas, so. Yeah, you <laughs> should ask them about how it how it went. I did. So I follow this girl that was in my sorority, and she's a nurse now, and she got the vaccine, and she said that. She had a couple side effects, but it was like she only had like a headache for a day or two and then had a little bit of a fever and then it was gone. So I'm like, so maybe she got a little bit of COVID from it. I don't know. But she said she had a few side effects from the vaccine. But I guess after you're vaccinated, you should be good to go. I just don't know what they're going to do when some people don't take it and people's and like cases still continue to happen. Like that's where I'm stuck at. Here's the thing. It's not going away. I'm it's already. Not, yeah. I already know that America has handled this so poorly. Like, look at other countries. They're, they're back to normal. Why are we not back to normal? Because we didn't handle it correctly, and it became a political thing. And so the thing is, is, like, it's not going to go away. It's already proven that it's not going to go away, and it's just going to have to be like the flu. And yeah. so – that's that's kind of my take on it. I might be wrong. I might be sounding radical or something. I mean, there's I don't think there's ever really a right answer for where the fuck COVID's going to go and what's going to happen. But I know January is approaching. Uh, that doesn't mean that COVID's magically going to go away, but that means new things are going to come. Um, and I think I'm full fledged ready for whatever this new transition is going to look like, because I'm ready for to advance to the next level of my career. And that's where I'm at. So I'm sorry. I'm just laughing. Junie, wake up. Junie, I'm awake. I'm just letting you all talk. You're making such great points. Oh no, we're just boring you to death. Y'all, we are on Zoom right now. I can see Junie on Zoom. He is fucking snoozing. He is Junie is having a rough week again because his team lost. 
So, and I was there, front row. Mama, um, Mama Riddle, uh, cook him something when he comes home because he needs. Oh, cook him a rubber. cow patty pie. <laughs> <laughs> it's a derby pie. Derby pie that makes everything better. It's so. Oh my fun. god, I hate you both. You need some. <laughs> you need some chopped up horse pie because. But no, bottom line. Food. Bottom line with COVID. <laughs> Fuck COVID. COVID <laughs> fucking sucks. The world sucks with COVID. If you want to fucking do something, get the fuck over it and fucking do it. And what else? I fucking love cow patty pies. So that's that. That's what he said I'm back done. in waited. <laughs> I know. I'm done. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we've all had COVID. We're all alive. So we are blessed. We're all over it. Bless up, baby. Let's Let up, up, baby. Well, we're going to go ahead and just kind of cut this one short, guys. We know it's the Christmas time, and everybody's spending time with family. And like I said, I'm in a closet. She's in her bedroom. <laughs> we're all from afar. So we had to give you some type of little flavor for our podcast, but we're going to give a lot of you guys time. You know, like we're going to, it's a short episode. So you, it gives you time to listen quickly. Uh, we're going to end it with a make it make sense that one of my buddies sent in, actually. Um, and it's a really good one. So we're going to go ahead and just get to that so we can – The Bachelorette comes on tonight, the season finale. So I'm kind of trying to wrap this up quickly. <laughs> Team Ivan, uh, uh, for all my Bachelorette fans, though, Ivan is probably not going to win, even though he is my favorite to win. Uh, ben comes back. Uh, if you haven't already watched it, I just ruined it for you. Uh, but this doesn't come out till tomorrow, so you'll be fine. All right. Is Noah still on? Noah is Ben gone. There's only three people left, and it's Ivan – Ben and Zach. Noah was dismissed with Bennett. Well, I don't even know what the hell y'all are talking about. I don't watch this show. Faster at night. Uh, we got about seven minutes, anyways. So, make it make sense. <laughs> Segments to get in a serious relationship. Should you be in love with the person before you ask them out seriously, or should you ask them out if you have feelings for them and then maybe fall in love later? I thought the whole point of asking someone out is to see if you work out. I think yeah, I don't think you can. I don't think you can be in love with somebody without like going out with them more than friends, like as more than friends. I want to assume that when he says in love, that he's talking about maybe like super, super into the person um, beforehand, or like see to the point where you can. Well, maybe this goes back to our what the fuck talking dating thing. Maybe he's already dated, like dating her. And is ready to ask her to actually be his official. Mm-mm. Could be. So do you have to be in love to be boyfriend and girlfriend? I don't think so. No, mm. I don't think you have to be in love. I think. No, I don't. I, th- I don't think you have to be in love either. But like, if you see yourself falling in love with that person, then I would say go and get into the relationship. But if you see it as just like a trial type deal, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't recommend. I guess that. I guess that's true. Like maybe it's like. You ask someone out with the intentions of knowing you could be in fall love in love with, with them. Person. Yeah, that's how I read it. I mean, I think I mean when you want to ask somebody out. I mean, why do you ask them out? Obviously, probably off a first impression, with something with their personality, and obviously you have to be like physically attracted to them. Um, but when it comes to like choosing who your partner is, I I just think that you do that based off of potential and not already feelings. I, I don't think you can truly love somebody until you've been in like a legit relationship with them and know what they're like in a relationship. Because I've had girls that I've dated who 
who I I had great chemistry with, like absolutely awesome chemistry with. But when the friendship aspect was over and it turned into a relationship, the mentality completely changed and the compatibility, you know, vanished. So I think in order to love somebody, you have to see the potential and then see if it works rather than like already thinking that you're in love with them and then getting into it. Do you have to see the potential that you could fall in love with them later on, though? Or would you just date them because you're really into that person? I say that if you want to date someone, date them, and then maybe you end up loving them, maybe you don't. And then if you don't end up loving them, that's when you break it off. Are we talking about dating as in like going on dates or are we talking about like boyfriend, girlfriend? Boyfriend, girlfriend. But see, that's getting into a relationship and not knowing that you can possibly fall in love with that person beforehand. Well, here's the thing. I don't know. I've never asked someone to be my boyfriend. I've always a- I've always been the one that, that got asked to be the girlfriend. I guess that's true. So you have a whole different way of looking at it. Hmm. But when a guy asked me out, to, when a guy asked me to be his girlfriend, I already know that I really like them. Because mm-hmm. you she- build that chemistry. So if you already have that chemistry, then you kind of both know that, like, Obviously, right when you get into a relationship, you don't tell each other that you love each other. Yeah. But you build if that. They you do, grow run. that. <laughs> you you grow that over time and you grow to love someone. Yeah. And I think that's how it's supposed to happen. So if you're asking, if the question is, should you be in love with someone before you ask them to be your girlfriend? No, you don't have to. Yeah, I agree. You don't you you don't have to do it. You don't have to be in love with them before you, you get into a relationship. You can be really into them. Um, I would just suggest that you see yourself falling in love with that person later on down the line. And it's not just you're doing it just for the fuck of it. Because I think we're at the point of age where, you know, love trials are serious. It's not like high school. It's not like college where, you know, some of them are for fun and games. And, you know, it can work out. It cannot. But like now we're in that adult world where I want to see a future with this person. I want I want to get married and stuff like that. So I want to foreshadow and see the future. And I think just just to top this off, I think bottom line, you have to have standards. And I think you have to have qualities. And I think if you see somebody with those certain qualities, I think that is what you build on uh, to move further in a relationship is seeing like some of the qualities that you're looking for and seeing if you can build or if that person has, you know, more of the qualities and, you know, it becomes compatible. So I just think having standards and knowing what you're looking for uh, is really key as well. Facts, facts, facts. And on that note, thank you guys for tuning in to Making Sense of Adulting, episode 16, where we discuss fuck-ass COVID. Um, we still love you guys. <laughs> Jenny's flicking, his, flicking off the camera. <laughs> but thank you guys for listening. Continue to like, subscribe, uh, tell everyone about the podcast. Merry Christmas. Um, again, thank you guys for continuing to listen to our podcast. And if you're a Bachelorette fan, have a great wine night tonight and enjoy the episode. Uh, we'll probably touch on the winner next week and our thought, my thoughts and Junie's thoughts because I'm making him watch it um, on what we said about <laughs> the last episode. It's your boy, Radio Rod Rodney Smith. Signing out. Audi. Later.